welcome to episode 25, Barely Staying Alive, of Story Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and tonight it's the, it's the full Story Mode gaming gang. We've got Josh. Hi. We've got Lauren. Hi. We've got Gillen. Hey. We've got Simon. Yo. And we have an unnamed mascot. We should get a mascot. It's the fireplace, not our mascot. Fiery. <laughs> Just a log fire. Fiery the campfire. <laughs> and you, you know where you guys can see this campfire? We, we we did. We had a little bit of an announcement this week. If you're following us on socials, which you should be, Facebook and Twitter. We we had a little uh, announcement this week. We launched a, a goddamn website. Yay! 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 Storymodegaming.com. Yeah, check us out. We've got news, reviews, and other things to use and read and listen to what's the podcast there. So if you like what we talk about, but you think, hey, I'd rather this in written format with images. Well, we, we have you covered. We have said images. Specific ones. Only images. We have, yeah, exactly right. Okay. So yeah, check us out. Tell us what you think. Um, and yeah, enjoy. Enjoy that. But in other news, in slightly smaller news this week, Sony's like, hey, we haven't had a state of play in a long time, which they really haven't. So they dropped a new state oh, of play. Nintendo. Get your Nintendo out of here, okay? I'm Nintendo just saying, don't right. matter right Go now. Go play Breath of the Wild yes. again. <laughs> yeah. Quite happily. Go do not go threaten me play, with a good time. <laughs> um Splatoon. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy those Splatfests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. Without context, it does sound really bad. <laughs> well, the good thing about this state of play is, well, what I thought was a good thing, but it, the message did not get through to people, is Sony set their expectations for the state of play. They came out and said, hey, we're going to be focusing on PS4 stuff, some VR stuff, and covering some PS5 news you've already Going deeper into PS5 stuff you already know about. Um, I like they tried to do this because a lot of conferences as of late have received backlash due to poor messaging. Saying, oh, we're going to show gameplay and then, you know, not showing gameplay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you try to get ahead of that. Unfortunately, the message didn't stick, but we can get more into that at the end because there is a lot to cover, so we may as well just jump straight into it. Crash Bandicoot for It's About Time. This is from Toys for Bob. Um, we had a look into some more gameplay, some new modes, some new playable characters. Um, Josh did a little write up on this on our website. In case you haven't meant, in case you haven't uh, realized, we've got a website. I'm going to drop that <laughs> so many times. <laughs> subtle plug. Storymodegaming.com. Yes, it's very, very subtle. Um, what do we all think of Crash Bandicoot Four? I know what we thought. It looked fucking amazing. Keelan, st- st- don't say anything else. Don't oh. say anything otherwise. Please don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> don't pop the bubble that we're in. <laughs> don't I don't know. J- Jesse, let me be clear. I actually think it did look fun. It looked um, great that, you know, that precise and like tense platforming that you, you're mm-hmm. meant to get out of Crash Bandicoot. It really delivered on that. You could feel it through the video. Um, mm. Some interesting stuff on there. I noticed that they had a lot of outfits and I was the only thing I was disappointed with is that the outfits don't affect gameplay at all. But still, yeah. it's pretty sick. They don't affect gameplay, but there's some other things that affect gameplay. So just to start off with, this is the first, this is a direct sequel to Crash 3, which came out over 10 
years ago. Like, this is the first new Crash game in over 10 years. Yeah, it which came is out in like 98. Mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. I am so old and decrepit. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Very true. Ugh. Speak for yourself. But. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so in the new game, uh, uh, Doc Entropy and Cortex are teaming up to conquer all the dimensions because let's face it, all games nowadays are about time and dimensions. Thanks, MCU. Um, Look at you. <laughs> Look at you, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I, I, I'm cool with it. They know that this dimension and timeline suck. <laughs> yeah, that's it's exactly all what d- Like, we can't fix this. New dimension, fuck off. I'm cool with that. I'm just saying, like Keelan said, it's just the it's what we know and love from Crash Bandicoot. But I think the biggest takeaway we got from this is the um, different game modes. So we have like a neon mode and low mode, underwater mode. The, Josh, yeah. do you want to go into that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty much, just like we got unlockable skins now, um, they kind of you know, Crash Bandicoot is yeah, it's a precision precision based platformer. So there's a lot less like open world kind of stuff, um, and it's more so just about doing you know, precise obstacle courses, um, but also about like replaying levels over and over again, doing speed runs and, you know, finding little secrets hidden down little corridors and shit. Um, but uh, to help encourage, like, you know, replaying through levels this time around, um, there'll be an inverted mode that is just like other mirror modes, except um, in addition to having that, like, yeah, better because instead of just having the world flipped, um, you'll also have, cute little gimmicky stuff kind of like uh going through one level it might just be like a blank everything might be white kind of like a blank canvas kind of thing and as you go through the level crash will spin out like globs of paint and stuff that effect looked so damn good yeah that was my oh wow moment i'm like oh shit it's like shit man they're making a de blob three you know (laughs) What we yeah. all <laughs> Bring back to Blob. Um, <laughs> one of the modes look kind of shitty. The neon one's like, whatever. They just up the saturation. Yeah. The fried meme version. Yeah. yeah. Like you normally, if you if you mess around with like the image settings that much, you'd be like, oh no, I need to start back default because I fucked up. But I mean, like I think the um, the underwater like one was quite cool. I really like slows that. everything down as well. Yeah. Plus, and that's, there was like an old-timey film one, where which speeds everything up. up a little bit. It yes. gives you like a bit of a film grain. And like how old films have that really weird kind of camera effect where everything moves really, really quick. The gameplay will effect, um, mirror that, which I'm cool. I They shouldn't have called this mirror mode. Like they refer to it as mirror, a mirror mode. In the game, right? Well, it's really cool. They call, well, they it, they call, the they call it a bumper berry fueled inverted mode. Because, like, in this Inverted mode... Inverted mode, yeah. Because, yeah. Hey, uh, as berries in, like, instead. Neocortex or Insane Trilogy. It's funny. It's cute. But, um, yeah, this time oh, around okay. as well, they swipped the they swapped the Wumpa fruit that Crash is known for collecting, the apples. Bumper berries. The bumper berries, which is real cute as well, to kind of, like, play into the whole multiverse timelines converging kind of theme. Everything about this game makes me really happy. And you get, like we said before, you get to play as, as more characters. Like Coco will now have a more prominent role, not just in story, but you can actually play as her a bit uh, more. Uh, Neo Cortex is playable. Um, he has like a gun that transforms stuff. Cool, but you know what? Don't worry about those two. Because the most underrated character in gaming history. That's right. I'm just going to plant my flag in this hill. Fuck it. <laughs> Dingadile. Because you have to say it like that, like he says in Crash Team Racing, is playable. And I am so pumped to play this fat lizard. <laughs> I love him. 
He's so chunky. He has it's really cool that they're playing the trunk that they're playing to the fans like that because like yeah, uh, yeah, other than the couple of spinoffs here and there, like uh, Dingo Dial hasn't really had much of a role in anything. I mean, like he was just you know a random boss encounter in Crash Three, but it's cute that they're kind of like oh you know like people like playing as this guy in Crash Team Racing last year, or people really liked when he just showed up for a cutscene in Twin Sanity or something. Like, it's really cool that they're playing to fans like that. And he's got a big tail for Sweden. And they're fleshing out his story. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like in a place like, like a, Luigi's a Mansion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got oh, like yeah, a... Yeah. Like, he he's got like a the flamethrower anymore. He's like a vacuum gun. Yeah, he's got a vacuum gun instead of a flamethrower now. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's hung up the old flamethrower, man. He's just a, he's an honest diner. Diner owner. Diner after the closing time. The game should have been just about he has a diner... It gets blown up and he seeks revenge. It should have been John Wick, but Dingo Dial. <laughs> Dingo Dial. I would play that. I would be all be about it. Dial it and up to 11. Something I'm really pumped about. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Laugh at my joke. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really disappointed that I didn't make that joke. That was really good. <laughs> dial it down a little bit, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave soon. Sorry. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. all these jokes are hits, man. Speaking of hit, man, oh, uh, Hitman Trilogy. Hang on, oh, just wait. before we jump oh, on you, to you, you ruined, you crashed into my segue. Yes, ah, so I did. It's fine. I had to, I had to pull you down a peg. Um, I just want to oh. say as well, like the the voiceover guy um, was amazing. In in you, that, I love your focus on voiceovers and training. Well, okay, because <laughs> part of it, like, ones during this pandemic season of, oh, of yeah. trailers and streams, there's been some dull. Voices yeah, trying true. to promote And th- this guy was, yeah, this guy was full of energy and he seemed really excited about it. And it seemed like he had genuine passion to Lou Crash Stutter 4. Lou is his name. Lou and, from Toys for Bob. Great work. Lou, it, friend of the show. <laughs> it was it was infectious. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, like Crash 4. Good, good way of opening. And then like by the end of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really exciting. Oh, I can't wait. It looks so <laughs> damn pretty. It, this game mm. has no right to look this good. Comes at October second. Um, also, just something I want to touch upon is no microtransactions. Yes, they were very clear to state that Bravo. we're not showing off the um, no showing off the uh, uh, costumes. And this is not the only game that has no microtransaction that was clearly stated during this whole conference. And I'm a big, big fan of this. Can I also just very quickly point out though, how depressing is it that they have to state that for us to be excited about it? There's a lot like, of come on. There's a lot cool of like. MTX. Yeah. <laughs> M- MTX is my favorite gaming showcase. <laughs> MTX is my favorite PC brand. <laughs> Moving along, Hitman Trilogy yes. is going to be playable in PSVR. Um, so this trailer is fucking rad and short. You see eight, uh, what, 847? Yeah. Walk into a room. Cool. And then the camera just zooms in and suddenly VR. And I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Um, and you see him like he goes up and he garrets somebody with a his piano wire thing. Cool, you get to do that in real life now. You get to kill people in real life, but VR they don't get in They're not real life, it. unfortunately. Well, now I'm worried. Like if you're gonna be doing all these movements in your living room and somebody walks past at the right time, if you like go to snap somebody's neck and you accidentally grab your brother's neck, it's like, oh no. <laughs> but, but do you think it's gonna just be just, like a button press prompt? Yeah. I reckon well, it will be. And that's it has to be because how is this yeah. game going to work with the move controllers? So yeah. PSVR itself is is fine. It's a very entry level um, VR system. It works fine. I, I have one. I quite like. It. I know Josh Lauren have one, and yeah, it's good. It's there is better ones, which like Simon has. Mm-hmm. There are good much better options for PC. Quest. 
But I think the, the worst thing about it is the move controllers. You use these ancient controllers mm. and they just, they don't feel right. Yeah, the technology from 2011. Like, yeah, we don't need like, that. And it wasn't even good for 2011 either. dig through boxes of like wires and controllers to find the old move controllers. But also the other thing, I, I, I have a genuine VR-based concern about this regardless of the controller, and that's how is the movement going to feel? Yeah. How like, are you going to move around? Because it seems like he was just walking around, which if you've got yeah. a controller in your hand, yeah, all right, fine, um, which is what I'm assuming. But if they were trying to get like room-scale tracking going on, that's going to be jarring as shit, and I am not a fan of the concept. There. I imagine like they're just going to have an analog stick on a new controller. I, I or you're hope play it, I think DualShock, that DualShock or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I actually but- think that movement, like walking around, something that the PSVR is getting a lot better. I think it's really fun in No Man's Sky walking around just with the analog stick. Um, so I think that part will be okay. The part I'm worried about is just the intricate movements you have to do as an assassin. Mm. You can't be fumbling around pouring poison onto some sushi. Mm-hmm. So um, I love that mission. Guys, I have a question for people who have spent more time with the Hitman games. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming some of you have played quite a bit of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yes. Sorry, I was um, nodding and I forgot that this is not... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 you can't hear them, Kill but we're, they're nodding. Killing. we're assassins, okay? We are silent. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, we can't talk about it in real life. <laughs> Best so, rule of Assassin's Club. How long does it take to complete a mission? In depends. a Hitman game, typically. Sometimes, <laughs> like, it depends on the objectives that it gives you first off. So there are some missions that you just kind of go in guns blazing, just got to kill the guy, get out, that's what you got to do. And other ones where it's like you have to specifically kill him with a specific weapon, wearing a specific outfit, like, in a specific order. Like, you can't kill this person before this person. So it really depends, but I usually like, it's like... What about, like, how long would it take to just complete the mission and unlock the next one? I'd probably well, say I mean, theoretically, maybe. you could just walk in, tap him, and walk off yeah. if, you, if you're good yeah, enough. Yeah. I'd say if, you, if you're trying to play it, like, at least a little bit properly, maybe, like, 20, 25 minutes. But when it gets a bit later mm-hmm. in the series, um, at least this is what for uh, Hitman, the, the first the first one on Xbox One that I played, um, of, the tri- of this Hitman trilogy, the first one, um, when it gets a bit tougher, when you do have specific things to do, or, like, it's kind of like a, um, what's it called? Like a... A snowball mission where you've got to go kill one person, grab right, something yeah. off them, then go to this other place, kill another person, grab that off them, then go to this final location. Mm-hmm. Those ones can be a bit tricky because you've got to restart checkpoints or something like that constantly because if you're failing a certain characteristic, like you're getting seen or whatever. So they can take for upwards of, of an hour if, if um Yeah, I guess they, it's kind of like... If they have like, more like characteristics you have to complete. Yeah, like doing like doing multiple runs. Of course, you're gonna eventually know exactly where the enemy is and know exactly where to go and exactly who to cap. And the trailer like specifically pointed out that it's the entire world of assassination. Is this all mm. the Hitman games put into VR? Because so it's, that yeah, can't it's, work. It's, it's the, the three, three seasons. Yeah, yeah, the the new three ones. That. I, I I don't know how this is gonna work. I'm fascinated by by it, and well, I Hitman Two did it as well I think with this the is first the biggest one. clue we've had into the fact there'll be a PSVR Two or new hand controllers announced soon, sooner rather than later. Because I think this could be a really cool title to push that um, Hitman Trilogy. Sorry, yeah, the Hitman Trilogy in VR will be available January 
2021, mm-hmm. which is a long time away. Speaking of time, mm, that wasn't great. Braid Anniversary Edition is announced. Johnny B's Braid. Um, this is a remade version of Braid that came out a trillion years ago. Like I said, time doesn't matter anymore. That is just a, a very, very fresh coat of paint on a classic game that has, has split the story mode group a little bit. The original. <laughs> but the thing like the thing they're pushing is just the graphical graphical fidelity fidelity of the game. The game always looked like a painting. Well the backgrounds look like a painting, and they've yeah. gone to an extra step of making it look like it's being painted while you're playing, which is cool. Nine pixels for every pixel in the original on your main little character who looks like Hugh Grant. He has just this Hugh Grant energy. It's like the little part. He, it's all very love, actually. Um, <laughs> something cool that they're bringing to the game is developer commentary. They want to make the most in-depth developer commentary that has been in the game. So that's, that's what I'm you, keen on. Yeah, it's yeah really this seems fascinating. It's a really cool way to like learn about the development of the game, mm. just how all the teams work in tandem, the... the Trials and tribulations of yeah. working with Jonathan Blow, I guess. I'm really glad that they actually added this in because simply like redoing the graphics and re-releasing the game just uh, it doesn't really seem like enough. Plus, I don't, yeah. don't want to ruin huge. it for anyone because okay, I I have issues with the game just with some of the puzzle mechanics. I I, I can find them a little bit roadblocky at times when you've worked at the logic, but then actually int- doing them is is far too intricate and it became a little bit boring. Um, however, I recommend going to play it because the ending is really, really good. It was a really clever ending. Um, so I think, like, adding to your point, Keelan, just remaking this, you're not going to have that same kind of punch and the same feelings you're going to have about the ending again. So you need to add something different. And yeah, I think developer commentary is a cool idea. Mm. Yeah. yeah uh, look, honestly, as someone who's been even moderately interested in games development this is going to be super super insightful and i think it's good that they're sort of peeling back the curtain a little bit on this for for an industry that's notorious for being quite closed off about some of their secrets and the tips and tricks and special things that they use i'm looking forward to actually sort of being like ah okay i see how this is pulled off now that makes a lot of sense that's really clever and you sort of get a better appreciation for even you know some of the older games not necessarily yeah. by the same developers, but, you know, like, think back to some of the SNES games and the way they had to maximize on the processing power of an S, NES. Like, they use some really clever tricks, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that now translates to modern gaming. It'll be cool to see sort of the roadmap for making the game. Speaking of a game that doesn't have a roadmap, The Pathless by Giant Squid. We got to see some footage of that. That was a decent segue. I'm giving myself, a, like, a... Six out of ten for that one. Are you um, going to be rating every segue now, Jesse? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh Would I rate? I, I, I don't give. I don't give scores to games. <laughs> I give scores to shitty segues and good segues sometimes. Cool. You know, I'm fine with that. But, you know, like they say, no segues is ten out. Like games. ten out of ten isn't a perfect segue. It's just. <laughs> it's just better than segway. the rest of them. Exactly. It's it's recommended. Um, and at the end of the year, I'm going to have my segue of the year. It's going to be a whole thing. Oh, God. Jeff Keighley, call me <laughs> no, baby. Okay, we're going to start a whole Keighley, thing. stay away. <laughs> Please. I, I like the idea that he was reaching for a phone. Like, oh, shit, they want to call. Oh, wait, no, Simon told me not to. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> oh, he's probably bored at the moment. Um, the Pathless is a big open world game that focuses on momentum. It was really cool. So you, you're a hunter 
and you have like an eagle or vulture or a hawk, some sort of bird friend. An eagle. And you said eagle, sort of it zoom around like this. It yeah, did, but it was just the eagle. Do we research giant squid? Yes. <laughs> well, if it was a game with about squids, that'd be fine. Um, oh, yes. Use your bow and arrow, your archery skills to gain momentum. So you're shooting these tokens around the world. And as you do it, you're getting faster and faster. The momentum looks amazing in this game. Right. That is arguably my favourite thing about this whole thing, is just how the best games always make movement, just movement in general, feel really fun. Spider-Man on the PS4 is a pure testament to that. And if this game nails that, this is going to be one of the best and most fun experiences just to pick up and play. Well, something I'm really looking forward to in regards to that momentum and the shooting with the um, bow and arrow is how the DualSense controller is going to work with this. So you tr- you got the um, the adaptive triggers. So I imagine that when you're sliding or when you're pulling that bow back, you're going to feel that in the controller. Yeah. And just it adds to that sort of rhythm that you're building up. So as you go through the world, you do various puzzles with your bow. I've got to say Pull. the puzzle that they showed was garbage. It was oh, yeah. not good. I'm, I'm hoping they keep in the cool puzzles because if that's the, the depth yeah. of the puzzles, uh, I'm good Ooh, then. Because, yeah, um, no. yeah, it looked a bit whatever. Um, you go around fighting spirits. They're already Shadow of the Colossus-esque. It's like a big open world with these big boss battles. In this trailer, you fight some sort of fire deer. Mm. And for some reason, they thought, you know what? Let's not just show a little tease of this. Let's just show the whole fucking thing. This... <laughs> Game looks great, but oh my god, this section went on far too long. Now, this boss battle looks incredible. Like, when the whole scene is covered in fire, it looks just mesmerizing. And you go around, you just, uh, it looks like the boss battle has various segments to it. Cool. But they just kept showing stuff. And it's like, hey, I get it. Cool. Well, they almost unsold the game. I was going to say, like, something that actually jumped out to me about this game I know, Jesse, you're going to love this. Reminded me of Jack and Daxter. In that, the combat itself, right, (laughs) is that it looks like a platformer that isn't just throwing in combat with a bow and you're not going to be stopping the platforming and pulling out a bow and bringing up a reticle and stuff. But it's um, still focused on the platforming and the momentum um, by just having you lock onto everything automatically and it more so being about the timing and the situations you use those weapons in. Um, that I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, it sort of takes like, I think the whole thing with the momentum and the whole auto lock with the archery is like, your character is an established hunter. Why yeah. would you, you'd get to the point where you don't need to aim anymore. You you know what to do. That's so good- <laughs> like yeah. it makes you feel like. That's that why I haven't got my life. license yet. I'm waiting until I can get to that point when driving where I can just like, you know, <laughs> still be in bed and still like, you know. That'll never happen. Hurry <laughs> up and get your license. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't do it, Josh. It's a trap. I don't it's have my license yet, but that's because I legally can't see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, well, is, is everyone in Melbourne doing a lot of driving right now? No. Okay. People Josh and Perth, I. Are they? <laughs> we can't yeah. even do much says driving. The guy, well, it says the guy well, without a license as well in Perth. <laughs> what the hell? What the? Keelan, yeah, I know, you right? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. I am working on it. You guys can drive us around. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, something else I like about this game, so just go back to the game, is there's no map. And I'm, I, I yes, really like this. I like I, they're letting the environment sort of talk to you. You can put on this mask to see certain shrines and, and things around the world. Stuff. Landmarks. Thank you. That is the word I'm looking for. 
I really like this in games. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima does it to an extent where you don't need to use the map because you have the guiding wind. Although, of course, you can choose to. It looks like this one's just like, nope, no map. You're meant to feel lost at times. I, I like that. I know it's really cool, but like, fingers crossed the level design works with that because yes. that could go wrong. Um, but um, also, it, it made me think of Horizon Zero Dawn at one point in particular when the fire deer is like panning around, starting to come close to the character and the character just crouches and hides in the tall grass. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that, that's directly from horizon. Let's be, I let's saw be that. Cool that. That, that part was and, cool. Oh, I'm absolutely not criticizing that decision. I think that was an excellent choice. Although talking about voiceovers before with crash four, if crash four voiceover guy was super exciting, the voiceover guy for this one was boring as fuck. He was depressed. Hey guys, what? Check out our new game, The Pathless. Like, no, I don't think you like, can do that much with it. Obviously not, but you can still, Actually, no, you can still be now. nuanced and still engaging. But he was like, Welcome to The Pathless. Here you can walk around as the hunter with your eagle. And if you shoot at the targets, you gain stamina, which will let you glide across the you know foundations what? very really fast. fucked up. Like, I know you're trying to take the piss, but with your voice, Simon, that was so soothing. <laughs> I would 100% read your ebook. Do you, like, I'm, narrate some of our articles? I'm just, just going to start fucking narrating audiobooks now. Audiobooks, that's fine. <laughs> Moving along, we have a date announced for Spelunky 2. Um, September 15th. I've never played Spelunky, but this one looks great because you get to ride turkeys. I, if there was a big enough turkey, I'd ride around them. That's something you get to know about me. Who needs to come? Um, the new one will involve online multiplayer, um, and you just just spelunking them caves. You know, digging deeper. You get new new items. Has anyone here played Spelunky? No, I, I have but, but I have heard. It. I've heard nothing but incredible things about it. Same here. And it looks like really up my alley. Just never got around to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just be one of those ones. I'm like, oh, yeah, check it out when it goes on sale. And then it goes on sale, but then something else just pops up. And I'm like, ah, distraction. <laughs> Speaking of people, like, talking about their games, though, um, the guy narrating this part, it was the creator of the game. Kill him, what was his name yes. again? Sorry. His name is Derek Yu. Derek Yu, you know how to sell a game. Because the amount of... You can tell how much heart he's put into this game. Yeah. He genuinely cares about it. I found that really infectious. Yes. To the point oh, where I'm like, absolutely. yeah, okay, done. I, I will I will play Spelunky sometime this week. 100%. He just sounds like a cool dude. I, I honestly like hope that one day I can talk about something in the way that Derek Yu talks about Spelunky. He just oh, cares about it so much. I want to be that passionate about something. It's just um, talk so about me charming. to people then. Jesus. <laughs> No, no, he said something he cares about. Something he cares about. Moving along, we had Genshin Impact. Um, sure, cool. Yeah. Moving along even more, we had Aeon Must Die. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> go back, go back, go back, go back. Uh, yeah. no. We all watched the same trailer, we, right? Oh, what, um, what is this, Braid? Going back, get it? Um, <sighs> hilarious. Um, Genshin Impact, I've heard... A lot of rumors that this is quite the Breath of the Wild clone. That's what oh. I wrote down on my notes. Okay. Breath That's of what, the Wild clone. The trailer starts. It's like, okay, this looks Breath of the Wild, but I mean, heaps of games look like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild mm. looks like a heap of other games. But then there's a part where the character shoots a bow and the explosion the is explosion. identical. Is that animation yes. is mm. identical. 
identical yes. to Breath of the Wild. So this, I, I might be wrong on this. I have not double-checked this. Um, but Genshin Impact is being developed by a Chinese developer. Yo. Yes, yeah, thank you. I, I probably um, pronounced that wrong. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I'm sure the Chinese government will just blacklist us from everything. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so... Yes, I've seen lots of people talking about how it has been a Breath of the Wild clone. It's been, I think it was available, like a, an early version of it, an early build was available for a, for a little while on PC. Then it got taken down due to Backlash, and they said they were going to rework it, and this is the supposed reworked What was version. the Backlash over? Breath of the Wild clone. People were shitting all over it. Yeah, but like... I think that's dumb to have backlash over that. Like, Breath of the Wild, one of the best games made ever. Would you? I get there was a lot of stuff that's very, very close, but it also looked like it had it had enough different well, to be like, thing, okay, cool, it's is, its own game. Anime this is the rework. This yeah. is the rework I'm, I'm just fascinated because right. it does, like, visually, it looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. I think we can all agree it kind of has a similar watercolor kind of aesthetic. Um, this is a new game, Melda, Air of the Outside. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, like the combat looked interesting, a hell of a lot more interesting than Breath of the Wild for sure. Yeah. Um, mm. And I mean, like enemy designs and stuff looked interesting as well. Um, I Although, think. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Some of the, one of the ca- one of the one of the playable characters has um, ice powers, and oh, it's just so anime because he goes cool it before yeah. firing oh off God. his ice. That was fucking rad. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know, guys. Like, at the beginning of the trailer, there was this, like, anime girl, right? And she's, like, yeah. sticking out her body in this weird, like, pose. It was freaking ridiculous. And the camera's panning around her butt. That tells me everything I need to know about this Are game. Are you new to anime? I'm not going to play yeah. this. It's ridiculous. Come like, on, guys. Have Let's you move never on. never heard of anime before? That's what it is. My note here for the game is just looks fine. You know what isn't fine? The controversy surrounding our next game, Aeon Must Die. Um, Aeon Must Die, when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, this looks cool. Soundtrack's pumping. It's that sort of like neon drench, 2D, semi-3D looking... I don't even know what the game's about, to be honest. It looks like a brawler, from what I can tell. Yeah, it looks like a brawler, because that's the thing. On watching it a few more times, the story beats between gameplay looked rad. It had this real neon so 80s vibe, very like Blood Dragon-esque if, um, sort of feel to it. But then the gameplay looks shit. It's just like a 2D brawl. Like, okay, it was totally like, then? yeah, the visuals were like this really low polygon, neon drenched, like cyberpunk world or whatever. They reminded me of that. like, I wanted some rock'em sock'em, knock'em sock'em robots or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just with like, just with this awesome like cyberpunk story. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm in. And I just kept, kind of kept going and I was just kind of like, oh, that's, that's, that's kind of all there is, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I think too, probably the biggest thing in this game is yeah, the controversy came out after the state of play. Um, so a public Dropbox was found filled with devs claiming the game was stolen by what is now their ex-employer, Limestone Games. Um, they have added into the Dropbox that they were forced to leave Limestone Games due to unbearable work conditions with endless crunch, harassment, abuse, corruption, and manipulation. Mm. They also claimed that the company, the company, and the entire IP was covertly taken from the founder. 
um, game the game footage shown is quote infringing on the IP of people who have worked on scenes from it without contract and were not paid at any point. So this is still an evolving story. So I think there's a lot more coming out of this. Um, for what I could find, Lumsden hasn't really made a concrete statement regarding this. Uh, neither has Sony. It's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, did you? Did they not think there would be a backlash? It's like, hey, let's steal these guys' work. We'll show it at a. We'll show it like a small event, like a like a Sony state of play. No one watches those. We'll show it there, and nobody will know. Fucking idiots! It, it's a it's it's a little bit concerning that no one has made a statement about this. Neither the publisher, yes. the developer, or, or Sony themselves. I mean, Sony mm. did make the decision to show this at the state of play. So, like, what does yeah. the studio say? Oh yeah, no, we stole this. Coming out next year. <laughs> like, they gotta say something. They, yeah, they yeah, gotta say something. The, radio silence is the worst thing you can do. With well, speaking of radio silence, for the next game, I've got nothing to say. Anno mutationum. Mutation. Yeah. This I was can't pronounce it. So let's move along. Because next <laughs> my, up we got. My note for it is just, I don't know what's going on. All right. Eh. I like the um, way it looked. Next I thought it had interesting visuals, for sure. Yeah. Remind me of the last Although one. I thought the, it definitely had a look. It did. It did it remind me of the last one. I feel Correct. like I've seen this game a trillion times. But you know what? No, it made me think of sort of like um, one of the. It made me think of Transistor from Supergiant. Games. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this trailer made, me think, of made me think of better games. Yes. Well, oh, I think 100%. this is this is another game from I think it's called China Hero Project, right? The same thing that Genshin Impact's under, like the um, uh, right the. Yeah, so I don't, the company <laughs> what Sony's styles. doing, what Sony's doing to like you know outsource games from China and like fund them essentially and try to like build up you know some more developers in China essentially. Um, so moving on, we got Bug Snacks, Young Horses, Bug Fucking Snacks. I love them. Um, we got some more story. We got context of the whole storyline of the game. So it opens up with um, like your editor from your journalist in the game. The Clumpy Clumbernut. The <laughs> Clumpy Clumbernut says, in one of my favorite cuts in a trailer ever, she looks at you and like she's bagging out the documentarian from the first Bug Snacks trailer. I can't remember her name. And she's like, she's a con. This is all this is all bullshit. And it says, if you chase this Bug Snacks story, you're out of a job. And then it cuts to you on the island and somebody on the island be like, oh yeah, you're the journalist. You're the journalist. I love yeah. that so much. This, the, the first trailer we saw for this game was was charming and then in the end it had that really good joke of like um i dropped the with my weenie hands and I'm like, oh, I'm like okay that's funny i hope there's more of that in the game yes there's a heap more of that sort of sort of humor because in this trailer that same character says about you coming to the island be able to do so it's like um you're new here and nobody hates you yet <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. he's like, you're new here. He's so down and stuff. I love him, but yeah. So in the trailer, we get to see more um, gameplay. You're catching bugs. You're helping villagers lure um, bungers, which is like a little burger <laughs> dog thing, into a pen. Because every game, every good game, has you leading an animal into a pen. That is fact. True. Um, True. You're helping some Instagram influencer find rootles, which are little like carrot. Worms, right, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, you can find them and you can feed them to me. <laughs> Obvious. Oh, I'm into it. You can take photos of them like Pokemon Snap. Yeah. I am so excited. But um, the part of this trailer, sorry, that got me most excited was 
they show the town and they imply that as you go further in the game, you collect more stuff, you can develop your town and even villagers can get new cosmetics and augmentations because as we saw in the first one, if you eat certain things, you'll get like, you know, if you eat like a strawberry, you'll get like, an, uh, like, a, uh, like another leg. <laughs> yeah, I don't already know what the... Yeah, like a strawberry leg, yeah. Um, but pretty much, I think they kind of wanted to show off that it has kind of like a dark cloud, Nino Kuni 2 kind of like, you know, you're assembling your own village by pe- performing these errands for people across the island. Oh, um, That I think God, looks really I'm cool. So on board. And then you oh, get to, and, and then you so get to customize good. the village by feeding them certain bug snacks that will, you know, customize the them to your the liking. It's the name of the game. Whoa. I'm so little known fact. Excited for the, and at the end, you get the the Ash seeing horror in the first few episodes of the Pokemon moment, where you look up <laughs> and this big pizza moth thing. <laughs> Whatever the fuck flies it was. overhead and it's beautiful and it knocks you off a ladder. It's like a giant eagle going to so- Mordor or some shit, man. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's what I'm are coming. But uh, yeah, so the the quote that you were talking about before, Jesse, is oh, you're new here and you're pretty good at stuff and no one hates you yet. <laughs> it's God, like off. Oh, oh, don't so do good. that to me. And, like, People online are like, oh, this is what the PS5 is bringing. <laughs> Not every game needs to look photorealistic. This game, the comedy in this game is dopey as hell. So make the game look that. Make it look yeah. cartoony. I want to have fun with this. Um, this is one of my most anticipated games coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. This was it looks arguably, like such a palette cleanse from everything else we've got this year. This was arguably one of the highlights, I think. If not uh, the. But we'll come to that. We have I'm to Vader what the Immortal. Pizza moth could be called. Yeah, what could it be called? Pop. There has to be some clever, yeah, some clever pun. Um, uh, you you have you have put this out. I will stall the episode for twenty minutes to try and think of a pun for this moth. Is it only moth nest? Like, what's a, what's a type of moth? Yeah, well, it was a pepperoni pizza moth. Mo- 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 oh, um, no. <laughs> Can you combine mozzarella and moth? Anyway, oh, this is this yeah, is we're gonna really write good. an article about this this week. <laughs> Mozzarella. Yeah. You guys mozzarella. do some brainstorming. Now, now it just uh, sounds like I'm like doing my list and, more than usual. And mozzarella, mozzarella. sounds kind of like Godzilla, which would be like a big monster. So like, that would like work. Like Mothra. What? Oh, like Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. Oh, instead of Godzilla, the actual mo- monster. <laughs> Mothgarita. How about that? <laughs> like half margarita, half moth? Yeah, but then that makes me think of the alcoholic drink, which, mm. I mean, I could do with a margarita right now. So. Nothing wrong with that. If There's plenty of drinks out on the island. Mozzarella or whatever, then... We I really money, hope that this right? um, game, when it comes out, it needs to have a pre-order, and the pre-order bonus <laughs> needs to be a cookbook. Mozzarella. <laughs> Get ya. If this game comes out with a cookbook, cookbook and like shows you how to make like the little strawberry dudes, a little rudel, and stuff like that, I'll be very excited. Um, next up, we have Evader Immortal is coming to PSVR. It's been on PC for a while. PS uh, the PC VR platforms for a while now. Yeah, we have previously. August twenty fifth. Yeah, previously Oculus exclusive, I believe. So it's mm. it's a pretty big deal. Oh, it's coming up, over. I, I bet it's a I bet it's just episodic thing. So yeah, it was a trilogy, an episodic kind of thing that came out on Oculus last year. Um, over about you know six months or so, you got this trilogy of episodes. Each goes about, I think, all up. The story goes for about like you know three hours or so. Um, and has a really. A story that people really enjoyed. Star Wars people really enjoyed, apparently. Um, they actually it's because it's canon as well. It's canon, is, yeah. Um, mm, and it actually big, comes from a developer within Lucasfilm, I believe. So it's all oh, done with industrial light magic studio. Stuff. ILM, yes. ILM Labs. 
right? Yeah. However, um, it is expensive. Like each episode it's like 45 is forty-five bucks. I think, I think you're gonna be yeah. Mm. Each each episode is about that on uh, no, Oculus. So I on hope- Oculus at the moment, it's fifteen dollars per episode. So it adds up to oh, forty-five okay, for the entire cool. thing. And the so That's the cute. main draw for this game as well is when you're done with the story, you have um, kind of like a gauntlet mode or whatever where. You know, you can have a light, any lightsaber from the movies or from, you know, Ahsoka Tano's lightsaber from Clone Wars, um, any number of iconic blasters, and it's all rendered really well. Um, and you just get to play around in arenas and stuff. And um, each episode on Oculus Rift had its own arena. So there's a ton of challenges you can play around with um, and just experiment with all these like really detailed models you know, from mm. the, from the films. Hell yeah. um, I think that's going to be a big thing for fans. Uh, I, I, it was a yeah. big thing for fans. I mean, on Oculus, but it's something that I'm looking forward to as somebody who only owns a PlayStation VR. I'm going to well, play the shit out of this, but there's two yes. things to worry me. The graphical mm. fidelity on the VR is quite a drop from the Oculus. So like they can have these really cool models, but how good is it really going to look? Um, and two, we kind of saw it in this trailer and it's what adding on to what I said about Hitman before the motion controls for the PSVR are pretty fucking dopey. Now, they actually do lend themselves to lightsabers or swords in games really well because of their shape. But even then, there's just a lack of sort of response from them. They are not read very well. They're not one-to-one. as true as they should be. And that's going to really take away from it because in the trailer itself, we see how, like, dopey it can look when he's shooting lightning out of his hands. It looks... Bad, could you just move it around? Looks like he's dancing with the lightning. I was like, eh, Vader, what you okay, bud? It looks like you're having a rough one, dude. Also, I was making <laughs> this point before Vader immortal. No, he's not. He died, he blew up. Okay, ruined Star Wars for everyone. There you go, cop that. Nerds, yeah, I know a spoiler <laughs> for a movie that's like 40 years old. Yeah, well. Whatever. Like, holy auto chess shit, was next it's up. It's nearly 40 years old. Um, I've got a complaint about auto chess, actually. <laughs> I'm glad somebody has something to say about it. Straight away. <laughs> just I'm just going to come in with a negative. D- didn't make it clear that it was auto chess until the very end of the trailer, where it flashes up for about 0.5 of a second and then fucks off. Don't like oh. that. Simon, that the was... people, people who know who auto I chess say, is. Yeah. I knew what it was. I knew That's... what it was. And I was like, oh, this is auto chess. There are two types of people who watch that trailer. Why haven't they said people that who know what it is and they didn't need to be told and people who don't give a flying fuck. I'm putting myself yeah. in the second category because I'm like, cool, a time to breathe. I can look at my phone now. I am both. I knew what auto chess. I know about auto chess. Um, a lot of close friends got really into it when it first sort of kicked off on the PC space. So I knew what it was. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, cool. Auto chess. So Why have they not said that it's auto chess? I mean, to be fair, a lot of trailers don't show you, tell you what it is until the end. So for the benefit of those of, us, those of us who don't know what auto chess is, Simon, can you can you give us just a, like a five word summary? Um, <laughs> no, I'm giving you four. Shared chess pieces. Good luck. <laughs> oh God. I think yeah. the, I think you can sum up auto chess in two words. To be fair. Kind of shit. Auto chess. Yeah, oh, it, it's, it's not chess, Jesse. Come on, man. Look, chess yourself before you arrest yourself. Yeah, that, that would was... have been better for with auto checkers, but whatever. Yeah. Next up, okay, I'm gonna take a moment. I'm gonna take a moment because I'm not gonna talk about this game too much. 
Control. Give it in your pants, Munro. Has the expansion pack coming out called Or, which introduces Alan Wake. We have a release date for it, August 27th. It'll be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it continues on from the Foundation DLC that came out a few months ago, which is really, really good. Um, in this, you'll be going deeper into the oldest house. You'll be investigating the investigation sector, and you'll be pursuing a mysterious being all the while they'll be intertwining Alan Wake's story from the Alan Wake games, which is another Remedy Studios game. So they'll be merging the universes. You'll get a new service weapon called Surge. It'll act more like a sticky grenade launcher, which would be good because the original has a few explosive type weapons, but they aren't great. So I think a sticky grenade launcher would be good because you can use it for puzzles and hordes. Speaking of hordes, there will be a horde mode Coming in, you'll be able to access it via a arcade machine, which is also a altered item um, that allows you to play old missions, uh, essentially old boss fights you can redo, and you can also redo the ashtray maze. If you know what the ashtray maze is, you'll know you want to redo it. So this kind yeah, of that, that aspect of it with the arcade machine kind of seems like stuff that should have just been patched in. Like that makes Control an infinitely more appealing game to me to return to as somebody who completed it and had their fun with it and put it down and had no reason to go back to it. Um, I think that kind of stuff should have just been a free patch. seems weird to lock that away in the Alan, Alan Wake expansion. Wake. But I'm really looking forward to like having a bit more Alan of Alan Wake's story Wake. wrapped up because like they've been talking about a sequel to that for like 10 years now. It is a very good game. And it's an incredible game. And it holds up as somebody who played it for the first time a couple months what? ago. Does hold I up. haven't played it, but after Very after good. your recommendation, Free on Game well, I'm Josh. Free on Game I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I've got it downloaded. I've got it waiting for me. Game this will be the Plus. first DLC I've ever played a different game to research for. Mm. And that, that's how excited I am about it. Hey, Jesse. Yo. What does awe stand for? The Alan Wake experience, as far as I'm concerned. Alan Wake altered, event. Altered world, uh, or Altered World event. In Control. Yeah. So Altered World events are... I'm not. I'm not. I saw the bait you're putting out there, Keelan. I'm letting it go. No, 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 no. It's not a bait for you. Okay, I just want you to take that and so I can I can hit the punchline of my joke, but you already ruined it. For reference, <laughs> the punchline was Alan Awake expansion, but screw you for ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> am, I writing, am I just writing segues or also jokes? I'm going to give that joke a four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, moving along, we have The Pedestrian Excuse. from Snookum Arts. Um, this is just a, a puzzle game where you play as um, a character we all know and love, the person from the exit sign. Um, yeah, you get to run across different signs, warning signs and stuff like that. It's a bit of a bizarre game. Um, but it has a really cool mechanic that I like that was from another game, and I still can't put my finger on what the game is, where you can rearrange, rear- rearrange, rearrange, <laughs> can't even speak, um, the signs so that they can link together. In each the slide sign, puzzle. It's ladders. a reference to slide puzzles. Framed. That's the game. The game's <laughs> called Framed and you move around comic strips to solve a crime. There's that somebody awesome. out there has played Framed and they're like, fuck yeah, they get me. The person who made Frame, Johnny Frame, is out there. Johnny Frame. And he's like, fuck yeah, they know. He's like, um, oh no, I've been framed th- again. This game was cool. Yeah. This game was charming. I'm, I'm hoping it's not one that goes too long. This would be a cool three, four hour experience or just like bite sizes or just jump in, play a little bit. Looks cool. I, yeah. I have high hopes for this because it looks very clever. Like, I really like the, the style of this and I like the fact that you can make the different parts of the puzzle link up to each other differently. 
I really like that. I think that's a very clever mechanic. But also, I would hope that it would be, I don't know, I mean, something kind of like N++ in the sense that it's a massive game with, like, I don't know, let's say a hundred different puzzles. But each puzzle is only maybe about five minutes. It will only take you about five minutes. And then you've got loads of stuff to play through. And then you have like a slightly harder version of those sorts of things. And I like games like that, which the base content in and of itself is intended for like a five, ten minute period. But you can play as much or as little of it as you want. The worry about those sort of games is, and I I agree with you saying, if this game looked more complex from the get-go. So if there was more intricate puzzles you could do, then having multiple would make sense. But I, I fear that if you had too many, because the premise seems very simple, and I could be wrong, when they show off more, there could be way more to it. Um, there's only so much you can there's only so far you can stretch that idea but we'll find out next year January 21st comes out for the PS4 just as an aside guys um, the development team that made this uh, Skookum Arts it's just like three dudes um, oh, who shit. decided to, to make a game um, they have a blog that exists um, on their website and it is very in-depth information about the process of development of this game it's really fascinating and if you are interested in game development in any way shape or form well worth a look at that do you yeah, think they'll like one out. day they're like i want to make a game but i just don't want to make i just i need a sign and then they saw a sign and they're gonna make a game but the sign <laughs> that was a next, six out of ten speaking of garbage next up we had hood outlaws and legends the oh. gerard butler of games um this is a I don't know. I really just this did not click with me at all. Nah. It looks like a medieval version of Payday, where you're you and your little squad, your little squad go in, you grab the loot, you defeat some enemies, and then some other people come in and like, hey, nah, we want that loot. They're calling it PvPVE. Cool, I guess. This looks like a straight to DVD sort of movie. Um, <laughs> the trailer itself looked, eh. And it's like they try to make up for the graphical inconsistencies within the trailer by having it be overtly brutal at times. Somebody gets their head smashed in with a hammer. Oh no, my head. But it's like, I've seen this before. Like, I'm, I'm, I am desensitized to all violence. Um, <laughs> did you guys feel any, anything different? Did you guys feel anything towards this? Uh, yeah, disdain. <laughs> mm, I just wanted it to end. It's not for me. Yeah. I'm sure someone will like it. Not interested. Uh, I don't think they will. I don't think that's... I'm... You know right. you have... You okay. know, wow. you know the Sci-Fi Channel? How they make rip off of films, like... Like, they make... They get, like, a really cool film and they'll make a direct rip-off of it and they'll call it something slightly different. Like, instead of, like, the cube, they'll call it, like, oh, the square. The box. The box. This looks like they've <laughs> done that with um, For Honor. It's like, how do we make a direct DVD sequel to For Honor, but have it appeal to like edgier people? But okay, I don't know. This, right. this is like a movie that had a wrestler in it. Sorry, Keelan. It was it was it was a real clash of um, I guess intended purpose. Because very much for me, the trailer started off like it's it's trying to convey a message and it's trying to tell us a story yeah. and it's like hey check out the story that's gonna happen ah oh, we are part of this like secret underground rebellion against this complete ruinous state and ah oh, we're for the people ah oh, but also we're but uh, we're, we're gonna rob the you know the bad guys cool I'm here for it oh but also other people are trying to rob but us but that's the thing that was a moment where I'm like oh okay I'm interested here because they go up to this like 
this altar where this treasure is and they're going up to it and then you see somebody like sneaking up behind them like oh shit like had they been here the whole time like that's pretty cool but then yeah, if you saw an action it's like oh okay this looks cheap yeah um, and it's just I'm not a fan of PvP for any form of genuine narrative game I don't think so. I, I it think doesn't work this game does not have a narrative no, but that's but that's the thing is like it's trying to portray itself as having this cool, fun little narrative and a you know oh, a bit of a dark spin on the Robin Hood tales. Cool, but that has a distinct narrative to it, and right, you they're just using it as a framing device without actually paying exactly. any due to the source material. Right? Hey, you worded that exquisitely. <laughs> that was know, amazing. We're hammering into I'm this game you, a little bit, but like Seymour Skinner once said. Prove me wrong, children. Prove me wrong. Literally, as I was watching that trailer, I came with a, I would have hated it. I'm like, I want to be wrong about this. Hey, it could come out and be game of the year next year. <laughs> Just because something's game of the year doesn't mean it's good. Red Dead Redemption 2. <clears throat> anyway. Temtem. Speaking of game of the year, <laughs> Temtem is coming to PS5, okay? Um, from Crema. Crema. I don't know. Um, Temtem is Pokemon. But the straight to DVD version of Pokemon. <laughs> oh <my laughs> what yeah. what yeah. was this section of the conference, man? <laughs> okay, but no, hang on. This if is like Tem-tem- sorry, sorry, just like on a really weird aside here, okay? You know what this is reminding me of? When I was in Japan last time, we we wanted to go to um the Okinawa. You you guys are just like, where the fuck is this going? Yeah. Okay, um, we place. We're in Okinawa and we wanted to go to the aquarium. But to get a pack to go to the aquarium, like to get the sort of travel that thingy. Ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was a word. I could not find that Jeez. word. Package. No, it's package because multiple things. <laughs> uh, 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 gotcha. Um, the pass. You had to get a package. So, so my partner's like, oh, I've got the package for this, the pass, the ticket, if you will. Um, and I'm looking through, like, oh, yeah, Okinawa Aquarium. This is, this is cool. There's a whale shark there. That's fucking crazy. And they had just like tacked true things onto it. We went to a glass blowing museum where we just saw a man make a horse, which is pretty cool, <laughs> but it was pouring down rain. Yes. And then we went to the pineapple museum, which was basically like a small little bean area being like, Okinawa was known for its pineapple growth. This is how we grow a pineapple. That went for about four minutes. And then there were six rooms of stores where they force you to go through the gift shop like for like half an hour. Buying all you buy this a pineapple? pineapple stuff. I bought a pineapple. I bought pineapple wine. And I bought pineapple charcoal soap. All of it's fantastic. So it works. This is, is what you're saying. Now, yeah. to be fair, <laughs> I liked that, but it was a trap. This is what this section of the conference was, okay? The rest of it, you crash Bandicoot and you Godfall. They were your Okinawa Aquarium, but they're like, we need to tack something else on here. Something a little bit cheap. Something a little bit, uh, you wouldn't go there. You wouldn't really watch this if it wasn't attached to other things. We'll just shove it in the middle a little bit. And that was that hoods, hood and hood Outlaws and Legends and Temtem. Sorry, I need to get out of my system because part of the conference is really, really weird. I think Temtem looks really great. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of want to argue that point a little bit, because I think if you're saying, ah, Temtem's the straight-to-DVD version of Pokemon, yeah, but it's like the straight-to-DVD version that turns out to be like this amazing cult classic that no one really sort of gave a chance. I thought it was going to be that at the start of the year. So at the start of the year, I was super pumped for Temtem. I was messaging people who I know like Pokemon, but hey, keep an eye on this. This looks good. It seems to have taken the Pokemon general concept and taken it to a really cool direction, which is 
a lot of things I've been wanting from Pokemon for a long time. It seems a little mature, um, which I already liked. But then it came out um, in a beta version and went nowhere. Um, all the Temtem, which are the monsters, look the same. Massive, like, massive server issues. It just fell apart real quick. I don't think this is, yeah. this is not going to do a thing that's on PS5, beta, to be honest. Though, isn't it? That's, that's, that's early access, a, that's a I suppose. I think it was kickstarted as well. Yeah. It was early access, but nothing was tweaked. There was no feedback given of like what was taken on board of like, okay, guys, we, we hear you. This needs to be fixed. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. But then, you know what? To be honest, I think Hood, Outlaws, and Legends just got me in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being said, I mean, the Pokemon franchise, the Pokemon games, the mainline Pokemon games, are not in a good spot. They are in a worse spot than Temtem is. You mean, you mean, the, you mean the highest selling Pokemon game of all time? Be- again, just because it's popular doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean it's no, good. I, I Coronavirus <laughs> is popular in Melbourne right now, isn't it? Doesn't mean it's good. All right? That was a low That's blow, a 10 out of 10 joke. Lovely. That's great. <laughs> all right, let's move along to um, a game that genuinely surprised me. Hey, guys, I'm back on board. Godfall. Yeah. From Counterplay Games. Oh, is no, that is not the game you preface that with. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Godfall is not the game you preface with that. Oh, I thought Godfall was such a letdown to end the conference on. Okay, wait, sorry. This is my highlight of the show, Ooh. but not the way I sh- it should have ended. I'll preface that. Okay. I This got me really on board for Godfall. I'm actually pumped for the game now. But yeah, I agree. Not the way to end the conference and not... I have issues with it, but... I'll get to them in a moment. Um, okay. Godfall's an action-adventure-focused, epic, looter, slasher, online. It, it's Destiny with swords. Um, right. But I'm cool no, with I- it. Because actually, actually, sorry, it looks like Destiny meets Monster Hunter. The Don't combat, you dare insult the Monster combat Hunter The combat is very like Monster Hunter. And I know you were not happy about that, Simon, but you cannot deny the combat and the weapon systems look very, very Monster Hunter. No, but then you might as well compare it to Dark Souls. All right, I'll compare it to Dark Souls as well. Okay, okay we're not going to hate on Dark Monster. Souls around here. I'm not hating on Dark Souls. We're not hating on Dark Souls. This game looked I'm, good. Jesse, you're making enemies, I'm, man. Guys, counterplay <laughs> games, send me a check. Okay? It looked good. Everyone, shut up. Okay, Jesse. Simon, I oh was going to ask the two of you if you wanted to do online co-op in Godfall. But you yes. know what, Simon? I take that back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesse, right. let's do it. We'll do Very it. Very quickly. Yeah. There is something I will give my sort of little tick of approval is that it's teams of up to three. A lot of games go like, oh, teams of up to four. And I'm like, I've got like maybe four friends in total. So it's either I have to leave a couple of them out or... Like just there's only three of us playing at any one time. He's got one so. less than he thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With your hatred towards Godfall. Keelan, 100%. We're playing the shit of Godfall together, man. Hell yeah. This is right up my alley. It's it's stupidly up my alley, in fact. Do you know what this game reminds me of? There was a little-known game by the name of... What is it called? Too Human. Developed by Silicon Knights. Came out in 2008. It was a big title for the Xbox 360. It was garbage. It oh, was that's... terrible. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm selling the game so bad. Yeah, I'm no. like, oh, Silicon oh, this Ni- sounds great. And then Silicon Knights got killed by that game. They yeah, were they such they talented developers that got murdered by that game. And they lost. Hi, I'm like- Keelan. I'm excited for this game. It reminds me of a game that was so bad that it killed its developer. <laughs> 
<laughs> they, they sued Epic Games because apparently Epic Games didn't give them enough like uh, instruction and assistance with using the Unreal Engine. Epic Games won the lawsuit <laughs> and then Silicon Knights had to destroy every copy of um, Two Human that they had on hand. <laughs> it was amazing. But with that being <laughs> said, it's, it's behind the paddock. <laughs> It's very, <laughs> it's very similar in that it also focuses on like these like gods, you know, um, like two human focused on like the um, Nordic gods and stuff. And you play like a demigod or some nonsense like that. And it was a, a Luda melee game as well. And I really loved the formula. I thought it was fun to play. It was just like badly yeah. optimized. I, 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 I hope you like for a good version of that in Godfall. So I feel like Keelan and I are really pumped for this. Simon and Josh... Not Lauren. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Uh, I have no thoughts. No thoughts at all. Okay, um, just help me do this. Really, okay, you left yeah. the room when it came on. I did. I did. <laughs> Josh and Simon. Josh and Simon. You guys can go through the negative. Then Kill and I'll come through the positive. Okay. Are Lay it on me, Simon. With the negative or starting. Go, go for okay. it. Go for it. And then Lauren will be the decider. Is if Godfall is a game worth making, or if counterplay games should go out of business. Wait, Simon. Okay. Can I? Can I just say one thing? Go for it, it reminds me of that section of God of War where, spoilers, you go to Alfheim and there's all these weird pixie men and it goes for way too long and the story goes nowhere <laughs> and everyone oh, hated no, it. And the combat now. was shit because they just threw a whole bunch of dumb ranged enemies at you that Game did nothing. Year. Game of the year. <laughs> it, it looks like the worst part of God of War to me in the, the same really weird, shiny environments. Mm-hmm. What did okay. you think, Simon? Um, right. I am not overly negative to it, but first off, I correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this game being published by Gearbox? It yes. is. Yeah. Right. Gearbox, stop calling everything a looter something. Mm-hmm. Fucking stop. But that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it's it not, a it's, it's an RPG. Is it's Diablo RPG, a looter dude. slasher? Like... Isn't it is Diablo now. like it's a hack and slash RPG? <laughs> it's an RPG. Stop it. Do you get loot in this game? Cool. Do you get loot in every fucking game then? Everything's a loot or something then, mate. Horizon is loot. With your own logic, then Monster Hunter is a loot. Thank you. You're seeing. Hunter. You're seeing. The links between this game and Monsanto, thank you There's for coming. There's no winning, it Simon. It was just because we just like, discussed this it. This is like so, the start of a wrestling match. <laughs> so, Simon and Josh, what I'm hearing here is that you have no good arguments as to why yeah. God Okay, no, that was, that oh was my God, my I can bring out some arguments. Just so, so, what we've got so far right. is, I don't like the genre they put in this game, and it reminds me of the game of the year. That's all right. I'm hearing so far. <laughs> no, okay, so let's actually get down to the nitty-gritty. The weapons do not seem varied enough to validate anything there's five um, it's fine <laughs> there's it a hammer sorry like there, are, there are six because they're jewel blades <laughs> continue he's right 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 Science. okay whereas um okay so first off the weapons do not look varied enough the combat doesn't look interesting enough the enemies obviously i get that this is just a showcase demo but the enemies didn't react there was no ai there was no aggression from any of the enemies and if they're talking about oh we we're encouraging you to be aggressive in this game cool then make me feel the pressure from the enemies make me want to fight them don't make them just stand around with their dicks in their hands going la 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 whilst we walk up and just beat the shit out of them for no reason make them aggressive make the 
interesting and make it engaging because otherwise it's literally just oh this is a really pretty area oh look there's an enemy i'm just going to go beat the shit out of him because i have to because i've been told to not because oh i'm in danger i need to defend myself and have we seen any other location than some weird <laughs> golden cathedral looking place that looks it looks no. like um what the place from thor hey they came like out and said the dev kit so they couldn't show everything oh, off. Yeah. And yeah, they did look like, like um the Thor's house, wherever the fuck it is. Wherever Thor's lives. house. Yeah. To be fair, where he kicks back and there's a couple of brewskis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know where, you know where Thor lives? Thornbury. Um Wish. That was nothing. Uh, um, okay. Now they did come out and say at the start, they said this is running on a dev kit. Um, so there's still a lot of stuff to be changed. So that's what they would have only shown one area I, yes. because that's all they would have no, shown. I, I, Same I with get the enemies. That. They it's were out this year. Show X amount. <laughs> right? Look, right. it's going to be delayed. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> 100% going to be delayed. This game is and not, not to mention they've done. already announced that they're not going to support it post-release. Yeah. They they say it's going to be feature complete on release. Which oh, yeah, wait. I, that yeah, seems like they're just complete. trying to jump in on a popular buzzword by saying something's feature complete. And, like, in the context of a looter slasher, I don't think that's what anybody wants. When you're comparing your game to Destiny... You're saying that this game will be played for about 15 but hours people got now. people pissed like- off about that. People get pissed off when a game comes out and it's like, hey, guys, we have this season, season pass. You're going to get X, Y, and Z down the track. People get pissed off about that. And now when a game is like, we're not going to do that model, then I'm like, well, fuck you. You're reminding me of God of War, game of the year. <laughs> no, but did you it's, actually it's give a shit famous. about Alfheim? Sorry, in God of War. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I did Nobody it. gave a shit. Nobody it. gave a shit. You don't have anything Corey to say about that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> coming for God of War, man. Yeah, and I'll admit, that is the worst part of the game. Okay, we, let's talk about God of War instead. That right. was the worst part of the game. I will come for God of War. However, I hated the, the looter slasher said. area of God of War. Right. But isn't, isn't God of War a looter slasher by this definition of yours? Thank you. You're coming around, finally. <laughs> no, it doesn't make It's an RPG. It's just, You can't just call it a looter right, slasher. Right. Because you guys, you guys have had, up, so you call it a looter slasher. You guys have had it your quote-unquote arguments against whatever the hell that was. Keelan, t- take him to church, buddy. <laughs> Tell us why this is the greatest game. Nay, the greatest feat by mankind. <laughs> Tell us how Godfall is going to save 2020. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, <laughs> this game is interesting to me because all I want is like a little contained experience where I can just go and kill things and can pick up loot. It should have cool combat, which it kind of does. Um, I'm interested to see more, to see like the specials from the other weapons, see what works for me. You don't play it like you play a Souls game, which is massive for me. It's more action-based. It rewards aggression, apparently. We didn't really see much of that. Like Simon said, you got a valid criticism there. But all of that comes together into a game that you can play online, co-op. There's no microtransactions. It's not a constant grind like Destiny is. That sounds incredible to me. This is like watching an action movie where you can just turn your brain off. You're not thinking about it too hard. You're going in there. Hey, there's five different um, weapon types, and they look like they play quite differently. They only really went into two, and they had enough differential between a the longsword and the dual blades to keep me interested. I love mm-hmm. what they, they didn't really go into it in this, but they're going to be utilizing the dual sense. So apparently the controller feels completely different. The control scheme feels different depending on which weapon. So with those adaptive triggers, you'll feel a bit more drag when using a heavier weapon. They click a bit more when you're using a light weapon. I like that type of stuff. Um, 
it looks like there's going to be yeah, a shit ton of customization with your with your character. I love there's going to be no microtransactions because I was terrified mm-hmm. this game was going to be just MTX out the arse. Um, mm. They're not doing that. The, there's going to be a story, I'm sure. Don't really give a shit about it. Don't but care about that. I don't know. Th- this game just looks like a type of game I'm going to pick up and play with mates and just have fun with it. I, I think... Yeah. If you if you analyze it too hard, it's like it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. Yeah, cool. But you can do that with every game tear it apart. I think on what we got, especially compared to the last few trailers we got for this, which were garbage, this was good. The we get into a moment. The way it was laid out, like, was bad. But we got a shit ton of gameplay. It looks fun. Um, it they they're very confident that they're very full game. With the whole, there's not going to be extra packs coming down the track. I like that. I just want to get a game and play it. I'm kind of sick of being like, okay, like play a game and then three months down the track, we're going to have this like new thing come out for it. It's like, I don't play the game anymore. Yeah, man. Okay. Absolutely. That, I did spring up as a criticism, but it makes it a more attractive game to me personally for my tastes. 100%. We brought Josh over to our side. Mm-hmm. It's three versus right. one. We <laughs> oh, no. I think <laughs> this is going to be yeah, a garbage launch that. title. <laughs> but. Yes. Um, I it's going to be the lair of the PS5. <laughs> it's going to be the lair, and out. that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up as well that just because a game gets some support post-launch doesn't necessarily mean that it's... Um, incomplete at launch and that's that's a huge myth that needs to be debunked there is a difference however when developers or rather publishers uh corner off what should be part of the base game to then resell it to you as microtransactions and you know dlc and whatever um you know i'm looking at you ea um you know friends that's of the show? <laughs> not friends of mine Aww. anyway <laughs> um with with the fact that they've had to clarify that this is feature complete at launch and is going to be released and then that's it, okay. But that does concern me because then there's going to be an absolute skill ce- like sorry, an absolute like gear ceiling. And once you reach that point, I don't know how long that's going to be into the game. Then that's it. You're you're done with the game forever, and there's no reason for you to want to come back. Perfect. To it. No. Absolutely perfect. That's what I want. Yeah. But then I, I agree. I, I need I need a game to finish at one point. Yeah, I need to have a cap. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done with it. Because um, also, the, the client said that from what I got from that is that there won't be any future expansions. Which, that doesn't necessarily cool, mean there won't be fine. some updates. But that's not things. how they clar- that they should have clarified that. They should have made that crystal clear. Oh yeah, there's going to be. But that's the thing because it wasn't made crystal clear. I don't think something. you can make that that assumption that they won't be like, oh, it gets to level cap, it's done, and they realize, oh shit, all of our players have got to the level cap really quickly. I'm sure they'll come up with something. I think what they're saying is, hey, we're not going to come up with another complete like story DLC pack thing, which adds just a bunch of new elements we could have put in day one, and they didn't. I mean, like you said, a lot of it does come down to publishers cornering off certain parts of the games and be like, hey, we're going to release it sectionally. Um, and But it's not up to... It's not wasn't up to this teaser to re-educate the gaming public of whose role that is. I think this I is think the deepest dive, really right, that we've seen so far. I enjoyed seeing oh, yeah, by, the combat by far. and stuff. Yes, by far, I think by far. it looks very simple, but I think that's definitely what they're going for. Um, where they're and trying to I'm make it a, a Diablo a kind of... I'm a simple Yeah, they man. want to make it a Diablo game, but third person, right. to remind you of 
God of War's combat kind of thing. Game of the year. <laughs> but also, I would I would completely disagree with the notion that was the weapons look different and varied enough. I could not disagree harder. Because if they all got a Monster shield, Hunter doesn't have a fucking big horn. Still don't know how to use that dude. goddamn weapon. <laughs> Don't because you're shit at Monster Hunter. Hey, it's I not worth coming for Monster Hunter. Most of the game man. didn't realize you could shoot insects out of it, <laughs> which is like half the fucking yeah, I know. weapon. And then I started to use it. Probably Simon like, oh, was carrying wait, you. I'm not, I'm not bad yeah. at this game. I'm actually really good at it now. Hey, you know, I I, I learned the hard way. Okay. How much fun is it right, flinging okay. yourself around with the insect glaive, though? Top tier weapon. The insect glaive is one of the best weapons ever in a game. So it is right. top ten for me. Love it. But the the thing is, right? If you if you go back and rewatch that trailer and watch the difference between the long sword, which is just a regular sword, it's not all that long, um, and the the dual blades. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> all right, man. Out, come on, turn I it down. I pulled out a, a ruler <laughs> and I, sc- I scaled it all. Look, I'm not saying size is everything, but in this case, <sighs> okay. On that anyway, note, we're gonna wrap, the, the, we're the wrap up the Godfall conversation here. Because ah, oh, fine. Simon's talking about lengths of things. <laughs> hey, I'm not talking about girth. <laughs> Lauren, what is your rap? What, yay or nay? Well, listen. You know, I was. Uh, I'm sitting here listening to all of you, and then just kind of watching my cat sleep uh, because it just doesn't interest me. Because <laughs> I already know that it's just absolutely. It's it's gonna be like. It's going to be like the knack of PS5. It's going to be so, a launch title year. that is fully uh, like interesting, and then turns out to be a joke, and is only brought up as a meme later on. Like I just so the, it reminds me of Genji: Days of the Blade, right? With the giant oh enemy God. crabs. Holy shit, <laughs> crabs! <laughs> oh, we are I like we are twenty five episodes into the show, and we have mentioned Genji on at least six episodes. <laughs> Yeah, where's, that, where's that Genji money coming in? <laughs> so, Genji. So what, you know who made Genji? So, to, so Ninja Theory. Compared to, to, um, to Knack, yeah. what you're saying is years from now we'll be screaming, where is Godfall 3? <laughs> Agreed. Okay. So let's move on. Let's wrap it up. With screaming it and then never thoughts. actually being interested in it. Yes, correct. Oh, it'll come out. I, I won't give a shit about it. Um, Overall, <laughs> what do we think of the of the, the state of play? Overall, um, good start, shitty end, fizzled out. Yeah, I like that they set the expectations. Mm-hmm. They, tr- oh, yeah. I don't think it clicked that with the public because everyone's like, "Oh, they're going to announce Silent, Silent Hill, and we're going to see God of War two, we're going to see some gameplay for Horizon." Like, really? Like, um, who, the, who the hell said that? Who, oh, who you don't, don't ever Twitter. thought you don't have Twitter. But here's the thing. They announced this thing at the last possible second, like a week before it happens. They're like, hey, guys, it's going to be some PS4 games, okay? It's happening next week. It's just a little thing, just a little get-together. Here you go. Bring the cheese. Bring some bubbly drink. Yeah. <laughs> they knew that this uh, was going to be a small one because I think there's going to be another one this month. They knew that they had to get this one out of the way. They need to focus on PS4, and they know that people don't, really care about the PS4 stuff right now. They want to hear about PS5, but they also have to be like, hey, we're going to still have a lot of PS4 owners come, you know, post PS5 launch date. They're still going to be our main audience at that point, market-wise. So we need to respect that. We need to show them what's coming. Like we would normally do it at E3. Set a temporary expectation. They came out and said, hey, we're going to be doing this. And then let's announce it a week before it happens so we can't let that 
kind of uh, rhetoric just keep recycling itself over online until people are concrete and saying there's going to be God of War 2 and then you don't have it and you get torn apart. That bugged, that bummed me out. If I may, Nintendo also faced similar backlash during their last uh, Direct, the, the Direct Mini, which was said to be focusing exclusively on third-party developers and publishers. And they got a huge amount of backlash because people don't know how to fucking read. What? And they immediately went, oh, cool, Metroid Prime 4. No. At least I it's not as bad as the, the Pokemon, the Pokemon I've, ones. I was so happy with oh, that Direct I, Mini I as well. I blacked that out. Of, uh, I, yes. I've uh, forgotten about Shimigami that. Shimigami Tensei 5, baby. <laughs> um, I think it's not so much a fact, like, there's, where were people reading it? So the PS... The, the fact that they announced that, hey, this is going to be this and that, is I saw this on Twitter a lot, but I never really saw it from PlayStation. Plus, how does your regular Joe who doesn't maybe follow all the social medias and follow a bunch of gaming people get that information? Because they're the ones who are like, hey, this is the PS5 year, this is the um, next-gen year, we're going to be seeing all the next-gen stuff, and they're the ones assuming it. So it's really tricky to get that messaging across when you don't have the ear of the people who need to hear it most. Um, and that I think that's becomes a bit of a cycle I think it's a lot. problem more so with just the fan base at the moment. I think everybody's yeah, rabid. Mm-hmm. You know, they it's, think, yeah. it's we're everyone's in COVID bored. times. Everyone's yeah. bored. Yeah, everybody's looking for PS5. They want something to look forward to, especially. Um, twenty twenty. Really oddly tense year. I, think, I don't know why. <laughs> no, it's, it was pretty chill. Um, but really I think yeah. it was very clever of them to preface the whole state of play by saying, you know, lower your expectations. This is what we're showing. And I was still yes. like, I walked away being like, wow, Crash 4, dude, looks sweet. Awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, there were some other I, things that were for me and there were some things that weren't, but I walked away pretty positive mm. on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Mm. I did have one big complaint about the state of play, though. It did something that I've criticized Nintendo doing with um, with uh, Smash Bros. When they announce a new character and they go through the whole moveset, the whole, that whole explanation goes for like 10 minutes. Like, oh, as so somebody good. who like that. But like, as somebody who's not into Smash, but they want me to watch this whole conference, I'm not into Smash, I'm I'm asleep. Like, it doesn't show me, no matter what you show me next, I'm out of it. And I've always criticised that. I don't like that. They did it. But they've always done that at the end or made it its own thing. Sometimes they made it their own own thing. And I think it should be its own thing. They may go more in depth than their own thing, but sometimes they can just go a little bit too intricate for me. I feel like they did that here, especially with Godfall. It should have been like, hey, here's a bunch of gameplay. Here's like, kind of like, just the dot points on this game. If you want to find out more, head over to our YouTube. We have a 15-minute-long feature where you can find out how how these weapons will work. It worked a bit better with Crash because every time they said something new, it was something new. It wasn't something being explained in detail. They'd be like, "Hey, here's our new mode. Here's our new characters. Here's what we're doing with this." Whereas Godfall was like, "Here's our here's our combat. In this combat, you can do X, Y, and Z." There was nothing new. We kind of knew where it fell into. I and. Also, that happened with Pathless as well. It just showed too much. Where, again, excited for the game, but... It's, I mean, you, you know when you see like an extended E3 gameplay demo, and you, then you play the game, it's like, oh, I don't have to do this part because I've seen it. <laughs> like, yeah. nothing is new for the next five minutes. I've seen this multiple times. I know how to play this moment. And that always bums me out, and I feel like I'm going to play Pathless because it does look fantastic. But I'm going to get to that boss I'm and be like, I keen. get it. I know. You chase it. You shoot it at its big legs. All right. Shoot it in the butt. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. What was your favorite moment? Kill him. Um, There was a joke in the Bug Snacks trailer where 
um, one of the characters was like, if you can use your journalistic skills to find out what my favorite snack is, <laughs> then I'll help you. <laughs> While she had four of her limbs being carrots or something. It was <laughs> yeah. freaking incredible. <laughs> and she wanted you to find a carrot. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, back to bug snacks. I love that guy. I was like, I have some new traps to chest. <laughs> There's like a really, really <laughs> creepy scientist on the island. Big fan of his character. Um, Lauren, favorite moment? Um, I definitely am interested to check out Hitman VR. Um, just being a fan of the Hitman games, it was definitely kind of a, uh, ooh, I can kill in different ways now, kind of a sadistic thought that I had. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm definitely interested to see how that kind of plays out and that kind of, like, is what stuck with me. I know it was the second thing shown or whatever, but, like, that kind of stuck with me throughout where I was kind of sitting there going, like, but what about that, though? What about that? That'll be good. That'll be good to maybe see more or hear more about that in the future because, my God, PlayStation blogs can uh, really extend their paragraphs just talking about the one thing. (laughs) I headed over there to find out more about Godfall. Oh, wait, no, it's not. (laughs) I wanted to go there to find, like, more about Godfall and then I'm reading about it and the whole thing was just about how it's going to be utilised in the dual sense. I'm like, anything else? Like, (laughs) on. Start going cross-eyed partway through. Like, Josh, what was your favorite moment? Um, I, re- I, was, I know it was the first thing, but I really loved seeing Crash 4. Um, I definitely came away from it being feeling a lot more positive, like knowing that I was going to really enjoy picking up this game day one. Um, it's from the first trailer and, you know, seeing what Jeff Keighley had to say when he revealed it um, at the beginning of all this mess. Um, I, I thought that it was a pretty straightforward, you know, sequel they're playing it really safe and I still believe they are to a certain extent, but it's really exciting that they're focusing on, you know, encouraging people to replay levels over and over again and really nailing that precise platforming and then listening to the fans and being like, you know, this could be a bit of fun. Like let's throw Dingo, Dingo Dial in there for a completely different kind of, you know, gameplay to really shake things up and keep things from getting too stale. Um, I think it showed that they had a lot of passion for the project. And as Simon mm. brought up, like the the guy's, you know, passion for the game was infectious. Like, I think even Lauren, somebody who doesn't really care about Crash, was like, maybe I should pick up the Insane Trilogy. Like yeah. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's something I should because I want some that 4,000 gamer score. That's all. Damn. Bah. Simon? <laughs> Tough one for me, but I reckon I've got to give it to Spelunky too. Because, I mean, look, I've I've never played Spelunky, but it's been one of those games that's always been on my radar, and I'm happy that this is taking off in the way that it is. And I'm, like, as as we mentioned, the, the creator was so happy to talk about everything and how passionate he was and I'm like I'm happy on his behalf and it was just charming and I just I don't know I think Spelunky is one of those games that I feel like if Terraria did like Terraria was a a, a bit of a spin on Minecraft like it capitalized on like a similar market at just the right time I think if Spelunky had beaten Terraria to the punch everyone would be in love with Spelunky more so than Terraria. Yeah, I think, think Spelunky is a game I'm going to check out this week because you're right. Yeah, that it, little presentation was really, really... It was nice. It just it was wholesome. I liked it. 
Mm. And um, yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it. I think uh, everything about it looked really good, really positive, really fun, really wholesome, and I'm I'm so here for it. Um, and for me, I mean, the thing I'm most excited for is obviously the Control DLC. But the the thing that genuinely hit me in a way I didn't expect it to was was Godfall. I've got to give credit that the music for Godfall was a lot better than the initial fucking oh, presentation. Oh, a lot yeah. better. Because um, holy shit, I don't know. <laughs> Godfall. It kind of made itself seem a little bit smaller than I was anticipating, and in doing that, won me over. It seems a lot I more want focused to be proven I wrong. I want yeah. it to prove me wrong. Oh, Keelan, Keelan, I, Keelan and I already proved you wrong. No, you did. <laughs> that. That's okay. Game of the year, <laughs> Knack Three, Godfall, God of Fall. <laughs> God of Four, Three, <laughs> Knack Edition, no DLC. With the same weapons, oh yeah. We just call them different things. I'm like in Monster Hunter, so moving different- on. <laughs> um, so if you want to hear, oh, I'm sorry. If you want to hear <laughs> yeah. more of us, it's not always this weird. This is a weird episode. We are weird. There's a lot going on here. God damn ISO. Yeah. It's a bit loopy, crazy. Fight. Let's do it, guys. Yeah, let's <laughs> fight. That's all. I'll see you all on Monster Hunter and I'll fucking destroy you. <laughs> if you want to more of, more of this bullshit, we're on Spotify and iTunes and all the different pl- podcasting, podcasting, podcasting platforms. Uh, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, leave us a review. Check out Fan Critical Podcasts on all of those same podcasting services. Um, be sure to check out their new series on Lovecraft Country. They're going to be reviewing every episode as it airs. If you want to, you want to read some more of our stuff. If you want to hear more from us, we're at storymodegaming.com, our new website. Um, you'll find articles there from myself, Lauren, and Josh. Uh, Keelan and Simon will poke their head in every now and then. You can also check out all of our podcasts there. Um, hey, and just if you want to come speak to us about those things, we're over on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz, Twitter at Story Mode Pod. You can contact us uh, by email at Story Mode Video Game Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to chuck a couple of dollarinos our way, we're on Patreon. Just search for Fan Critical. You get access to a few extra shows and also the Discord server run by Simon Evans, which I'll be logging into. Talk to him about Godfall. (laughs) And I will play some Monster Hunter with you and show you how how it is and how. We'll play Monster Hunter to get ready for Godfall. Real game. Oh wait, hang on! Godfall I'm has writing just up my notes. Three and weapons. Like, Boom. There's parts of it that really remind me of Monster Hunter, and I'm writing it up like Look. Simon's gonna fucking hate me. <laughs> Look, in all honesty, there were absolutely some aspects that made me go, "Oh, that looks like." Oh no, that's not. Oh, no. oh wait, sorry. It's like Mon- say, the it's like watered down. <laughs> it was a- watered down. Yeah, it's a, it's a cover song. Huh? It was like hearing a cover song at a pub, but it was the same but, song. Like, <laughs> It's like hearing the cover song at a pub, but the lead singer's drunk, the drummer's out of time, the guitarist has fallen over, and there just isn't a bassist. Aww. It's just a ghost. Aww. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, everyone, I'm not going to go through all of you individually, because there's so many of you. Lauren, Josh, Simon, Keelan did it anyway. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> that was a really weird one. I, my head is all over the place now. Um, and everyone listening, thanks for listening. Um, stay safe, um, especially if you're in Melbourne because of Victoria, because this all sucks. Mm-hmm. But, yep. you know, just look after each other and okay, play some video games. In, if you're in WA like me, tell Clive Palmer to fuck off. You, you, you've got a you, Clive Palmer, friend of the show, he's not happy. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, 
Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week. Fight Clive Palmer one on one. Bye. Bye. See you. Anime biddies.